Broadcasting from the Calgary West Central Primary Care Network near Chinook Centre, this is Episode 6 of the Examiner Podcast. I'm your host, Roma Thompson, the Director of Community Services, Transitions and Integration. And I'm Lisa Bergerman, the Director of Member Services and Engagement. Thanks for joining us. So Roma, what will you be talking about this month? Well, Lisa, this episode is all about the Complex Care Hub. It's like a virtual inpatient unit that allows eligible patients to receive the same care and treatment they would in hospital, but in the comfort of their own home. I'll be chatting with Dr. Michelle Grimman, the originator of the Complex Care Hub in the Calgary Zone, and Kim Rubleski, a Calgary West Central PCN registered nurse who liaises with the programme. Sounds timely, Roma. I understand that Kim has been really busy, and we recently dedicated another nurse to work with the programme, so I'm sure our physicians will appreciate learning more. Thank you, Michelle and Kim, for joining us today. Michelle, can you give us a bit of an, an explanation of the Complex Care Hub? Sure. So the Complex Care Hub is a hospital at home program that also involves intensive case management. And what that means is that patients are admitted to a virtual inpatient service um, right now out of the Rocky View and out of the South Health Campus. And they are treated as if they're inpatients for the time that they have an acute issue. Uh, and we also have a nurse navigator that does in- intensive case management so we can deal with really high complexity um, and help to connect patients with resources in the community. Okay. And so when did this program start? It's still relatively new, is it? So the first, we sort of opened our doors, I guess, um, in February of 2018 at the Rocky View Hospital and then um, spread to South Health Campus in April of 2019. So Michelle, can you tell us a little bit more about who's on the team for the Complex Care Hub? Sure. So the um, there is sort of a core clinical team that takes care of the patients, and that's there's a physician who's either an internist or a hospitalist who oversees the the care plan, and who is on call twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, um, and we rotate weekly. And then there is a nurse navigator. There's actually two nurse navigators at each site who um, work with the physician on making sure that the patients are functionally safe before we take them out. Um, Also help us with a lot of the patient education. They help us with the case management. um, And they also help us uh, clinically when the patients come into our clinic when we need to see them. At Rocky View, we also have a clinical assistant who works with the physicians on uh, case finding and doing the initial consultation. And also she serves as the um, sort of the continuity for the physicians. Uh, And then one of the sort of big pieces of this is that because this is a collaboration with the community paramedics, the community paramedics go out to the patient's homes and they're kind of the eyes and ears of of the physician. Um, So they go out, they see the patient, they uh, consult with the physician by phone and by Skype. Yeah. And then I know we'll talk a little bit more about Kim's role uh, as we go on, but we also have Kim. Yes. That's that's part of the team from the PCN perspective. Exactly. So like that's our core team that sort of decides who comes on the program and we are the ones that that manage the care plan but then we have a lot of partnerships in the community and particularly with Calgary West Central PCN so Kim is one of the nurses that works with us um, and works with our nurse navigators to try and help us to ease the transitions uh, between Complex Care Hub and um, the PCN and helps us also to link patients with resources. So it's really hard for us to know what the, what the PCN has to offer in particular clinics. And so Kim helps us to navigate those things. Um, within the hospital, we also have a um, nurse manager that reports in through transition services. So our nurse navigator is a transition services nurse that can link into home care. So we are sort of linked in with home care that way. And then we have um, 
you know, managers in the hospital and each of the departments that help us navigate when we ha- or problem solve when we have issues that we need to address for the patients. And can you tell us a little bit more about the criteria? What is the criteria for patients who would be, be eligible for the program? So, yeah, so the majority of our patients either present to Emerge or we find out about them because they are on one of the inpatient wards at the two sites where we operate. Um, and the criteria, so it we've based the criteria on the literature of hospital at home. So the definition of hospital at home is that you have to spend about seven days out of hospital getting acute care in your home or more than 25% of the expected length of stay. So that's kind of the basis of where we started. Um, And our algorithm that we follow is that the patient has to otherwise require an admission. So they would be someone who would otherwise be in hospital and we're we're trying to replace those days. Um, But it has to be low enough acuity that they only need to be seen once a day or at most twice a day and that they're stable at home. Um, And then we also look at their functional capacity. So they have to be stable medically and behaviorally. But we also look at their functional abilities. So they have to be either independent or if they're dependent, they have to have enough care support at home to be safe at home. Um, And then if they meet all of those criteria and we feel like the condition that they have medically is something that we're able to provide medical care for, then we get the patients to consent to being on the program. Can you perhaps elaborate on what you can do as part of this program? Yeah, so we can do acute interventions that that can be done once or twice a day at most. So for example, we cannot run maintenance fluid, but we can do boluses of fluid. So we can do IV hydration, IV antibiotics, we can titrate medications, um, you know, daily. Um, the other sort of um, not as acute group that we often will put through our program is for expedited investigation. So if somebody sh- comes to hospital and we find that they need uh, expedited investigations that would otherwise require an admission, then sometimes we'll do that. So we can get diagnostic imaging and biopsies in the same um, priority as an inpatient. And then occasionally we will bridge a frail elder um, to go home until they wa- until they have sort of all of their home care um, care plan in place. So they have to have their home care services in place. But sometimes we're waiting on a few pieces. Of, for example, like a geriatric assessment in the home or something like that. And sometimes we will um, bridge those those patients and make sure that they understand their medications, that they're taking them safely. So we'll kind of follow them home a little bit. And what's the capacity of the program? How many patients can you accept at any point in time? It varies somewhat because when we have really complex patients, sometimes we might um, not accept as many. Yeah. So when we're working through a super complex patient that needs a lot of resources in the community. Our nurses get tied up with that. Um, at Rocky View, we're having between seven and 10 patients. I would say maybe six and eight patients lately, but we've reached 10 mm-hmm. um, per week. And um, South Health Campus is still sort of growing. So it's it's hard to know because they, they've been varying a lot. Yeah. But we were aiming for them to reach the same capacity as Rocky View and hopefully even a little bit more. Yeah, that's great. But can you tell us a little bit more about your role and what, what your day-to-day looks like? Sure. So I do liaison with the nurse navigators um, at the complex care hub, and I typically am there anywhere from two to three times a week. Um, I either pop in, um, get a quick report, and or if there are any patients that are um, attached to our physician members, I typically do like to meet with them when they are in clinic. 
So we have an opportunity to have a conversation and I can explain um, my role and how when they're discharged from the program that I help kind of assume and collaborate their family position uh, in the community when the, when they are discharged from the program. Okay. And so when you um, are working with these patients, will you see them at home or in the clinics or where would you actually visit the patients? Yeah, so typically when they are discharged from the program, I do like to follow up with them when they are at home within two to three days. Um, and at that time, I do reach out to the family physician as well. Either I do book a meeting in clinic and or a phone conference, just so that they have an idea that I'm kind of in the background and have an opportunity to introduce myself. I kind of become involved with their patients mm -hmm. and as well to see if there's anything in specific of, a, of an area of concern that the family physician has that I can help support in the community as well. So Kim, how long might you follow the patients for after they're discharged from the complex care hub? So that is very independent um, on the client and their specific needs for when they are off the program. I typically uh, see them once a week uh, from initial discharge and from there it depends on how well they're managing their home environment to then I would go down to um, every second week to if there needs to be uh, a specialist involved to where I can hand over care, um, then that's typically when I kind of take a step back um, from, from the personal care in the home. Um, there are some individuals that have been on the program that go home and then managing very well. Um, to I do still go in and I meet them and we have a conversation. We review everything of um, their care plan that had been initiated at the Complex Care Hub. And if they are comfortable and I feel that there's no need of concern, then I give them my information and they're aware that they can call me if they do have any questions um, and or as well reach out to their family physician if there is anything that they do need. Yeah. And for patients who maybe don't do so well after they're discharged from the complex care hub is there an opportunity for them to get readmitted back to the program so whenever we send out a discharge summary from the complex care hub to the family physician we attach our contact information at the bottom the patients have themselves can actually reactivate the complex care hub by calling the community paramedics or by calling us um, and the same thing with family doctors so family doctors can refer to us directly um, the wonderful thing about having Kim is that Kim has been able to identify some of the patients that are starting to decompensate um, and has been able to link us with the family doctor in deciding whether they need to come back on our service. And when you mention family physicians can refer to you directly, are you meaning just for patients who've previously been part of the program? Or is that something that they could do for a patient who hasn't been part of the program? So for sure, for patients that have been part of our program, and we've had lots of discussions about, you know, should we take them back? after a month, after three months, after six months. Um, we used to have a lot more capacity to, to take them after six months. We're finding that after three months, our team doesn't know them as well. So I would say usually within the three months, but it can't hurt to call us because if, if, we, if it's something that we're able to help with and avoid the eMERGE visit, um, what we may say is, you know, so we do have a clinic space where we see them in day medicine at both the Rocky View and South Health Campus. And so as long as it's not something where the patient is so unwell that it's an urgent, like it's so urgent that they need an intervention right now, because sometimes it's hard to get the community paramedics out there immediately. And, and so if it can be something that we can bring them into our clinic today or tomorrow, we might be more able to accommodate that. So we tend to triage, but it, mm -hmm. but for sure, 
um, you know, if you if you know about our program and you want to refer, then we'll we'll take the call and we'll work with you to figure out, you know, does that need to go to emerge? Is that something that we can manage? Or sometimes it's simply um, supporting the family doctor and knowing what resources they can access. So I've had some family docs who um, didn't know how to use the community paramedics. And so I guided them through it and they were actually able to manage the patients for months by themselves mm. with the community paramedics. So, you know, if you have a question, that's it's totally OK to call. Yeah. So I'm curious, I know both of you have been talking with family physicians about this program and our audience that we're speaking to today is predominantly family physicians. So what sort of questions do you sometimes hear from physicians that they, they ask about the program? Is there anything that they're particularly curious about or is there any, are there any misunderstandings out there that, is, that we should be clarifying? So because we called it the Complex Care Hub, I think um, there's a misconception that we take patients and we keep them forever. And the reason that we called it the Complex Care Hub is because we wanted it to evolve into an integrated system of, of care. And we started with the hospital at home portion, which is kind of the crux of the program right now. But we were think, envisioning it as a hub exactly for the reason that, for example, in working with the Calgary West Central, that this integration of care, that we, you know, we, we start creating these relationships that are um, kind of reciprocal. Um, but the, the intention isn't for the internist to keep the patients forever because I don't think that that's really, um, I don't think it's a good use of, of our expertise, but I also think that family docs do a better job of continuity of care. And so, um, that's a misconception that people have that, you know, I get these referrals for patients who have these sort of chronic pain and like very ongoing non-acute chronic issues. Um, and we're certainly, you know, if there's something that an internist can consult on, we're happy to consult. That's not our role. So our role really is to take care of somebody acutely um, at home, but giving them hospital level services at home. And we are not looking to keep them forever, but to integrate them back into their, their health home. We know that our members are busier than ever, so we developed the report to physicians to help you conveniently stay up to date on your PCN. Distributed twice a year, the printed report summarizes six months of departmental updates, events, and initiatives in about 10 minutes of reading. It also contains short links to more information and resources on the examiner so you can quickly learn more. If you haven't read the R2P yet, please watch for the fall AGM edition coming soon and continue to connect with us through your physician liaison, the examiner website, and weekly e-newsletter. Kim, from your perspective, are there any questions that you've heard physicians or any um, points that you would want to clarify with family physicians that are listening today? Well, I think one of the big questions that I've received when I have been out talking to the family physicians and or if I've um, had a phone conversation is kind of my role and how it is that I help to support them in collaborating um, with their patients. Um, so I, when I do go out to the home and if there is an area of concern that I'm identifying when I am um, physically either in the home and or I collaborate actually very closely with home care because um, they have known some of these clients for quite a period of time that um, I do phone back the family physicians and we have a phone conversation to see exactly where it is that we can help optimize um, the patient's health at home and how we can provide a safe environment for them to be able to stay um, and and be in their environment and care for them then. Yeah. And so, Michelle, this program, how did it first come to being? Because I, I suspect some of our listeners think it's a great idea, but is it something that we just 
created in the Calgary owners. This happened elsewhere and we've learned from experiences from, from other parts of the country. Well, actually, it's something that's existed internationally for decades. So Hospital at Home has been around probably about at least 20, 30 years um, in Spain, in Australia, in the UK and in the States um, among the sort of more advanced Hospital at Home programs um, to this day, I would say. Um, and it came about because um, when I was recruited back to Calgary from Toronto, uh, I was asked to create an innovative program. Uh, that's what I was doing in Toronto is creating some programs for um, for vulnerable elders. And I was asked to kind of look around the Calgary zone and see what could I do to to make a platform within the Rocky View for the community. So how could I connect and for seniors, essentially, to reduce the the need for seniors to be hospitalized and to improve the kind of like the links with the community. And I had been studying the the concept of hospital at home since I think I pitched it to a hospital in Toronto in 2011. Um, but in Calgary, in the zone, the presence of the community paramedics for me was key. I felt that they were going to be a way that we could really actually do this um, in a way that was sustainable in our system. So in other systems, uh, you know, it's a home visiting physician and nurse that do a route in their city. So, for example, in Madrid, in the morning, they see nine patients, but their commuting time is like five minutes between patients. And we have different geography. We have a different society um, and we have different remuneration levels. And so this is what we do. We co-designed this with Ryan Kaziki from the community paramedics um, in order to create our own version of a hospital at home that we thought would work in our zone. So what makes this one different is the the reliance on the community paramedics um, and also the technology that we use. So we share an electronic health record. So we're actually, the, the paramedics are using the electronic health record that we have in the hospital. So I can write an order in the hospital and they'll carry it out in the home and they'll check off the medication on my electronic health record. So I can see what they're doing at the same time. Um, and we also use, as I said, secure Skype. And so I think that's what makes us a little bit different. But the concept of hospital at home has been around and actually has a known mortality and morbid morbidity benefit for patients. Mm -hmm. As you look to the future with our program here in Calgary, it sounds since it initially started, it's expanded from the Rocky View to the South Health campus. But are there plans at this stage for any further expansion? What's so we are being pulled in a lot of directions, yeah. a little bit faster, I think, than I was intending. Mm -hmm. um, for now, we're for the next sort of year or so, I think we're going to evaluate the two sites and make sure that they're working the way we want them to work and learn from them, you know, what are the crucial elements of having a complex care hub? Um, because I think if we expand beyond the zone, we'll have to look at other factors like in more rural areas. Um, within the zone itself, I will, I think I'm going to wait until we all have the same electronic health record, because as you know, Alberta Health Services is bringing on Epic. Um, and so when we get Epic and when it's when that dust settles, then I think we'll probably expand across the rest of Calgary zone. Kim, I, I'm curious if there's been any feedback from the patients who've been part of this program. Have they have they shared anything of their experiences with you? Uh, yes, uh, most of the experiences that I've had uh, feedback from um, have been overall very positive. Um, one of the main uh, points is for them to be able to remain in their home. 
and not be in the hospital um, environment where they're able to maintain their functionality and as well, you know, the highest quality of life that they can have um, in home at the time when they are unwell and being overseen by the complex care hub and their team that um, cares for them at, during that time. Yeah, it sounds just like a great program. Mm-hmm. So as we draw our conversation to a close, I are there any messages that we want to put out there to our listeners, to the, the family physicians that are, are listening at the moment? Um, I guess the message um, that I would like to send out that if uh, you do get a notice that one of your patients are admitted to the complex care hub, that um, to be expecting either a phone call from me and or um, a meeting request, um, just so that we can sit down face to face and um, have an understanding of how we're going to um, work together to um, provide the best quality of continuity of care for the patient when they are discharged from the hospital. Yeah. And Michelle, from your perspective. Um, kind of similar to Kim, that if you get a notice that your patient is on the complex care hub, feel free to reach out and uh, let us know if there are some issues that you need us to help with, because sometimes the family doctors will know issues that we aren't aware of. Um, and similarly, if we do reach out to you, it's usually to be able to create a, a care plan that's feasible uh, and that will be sort of able, that you and the patient will be able to manage once they leave our program. So the, the goal is that we're going to be doing things that are practical and feasible, um, but that will allow patients to flourish as much as possible. Great. So Dr. Michelle Grimman, Kim Rubleski, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to the Examiner podcast, the podcast designed for members of the Calgary West Central Primary Care Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, subscribe today via iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. To learn more about upcoming episodes, visit The Examiner, your source for up-to-date information on your PCN and your membership. And of course, if you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, or if you think you might like to get involved, we'd love to hear from you. Please contact your physician liaison or email memberservices at cwcpcn.com with your ideas or suggestions. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Thank you.